0: Guy. Duh. <laughs> you know you that bitch when you cause all this
1: conversation always say gracious best revenge is your paper Hey it's 411. I'm here for another What's Good episode. I'm here with the beautiful Helen. Helen, how are you doing? I always ask people on this segment What's Good with you, especially checking on your mental health. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. Happy to be here. How are you? I'm doing
1: amazing. Thank you so much. So I love asking people like, how have they been? Because I feel like during the pandemic, like sometimes if you ask people how have they been. Some people be like, I haven't been good. So how are you doing during the pandemic, especially being an artist?
0: Like, how did you use that time? I think I used that time to really just, like, reflect on myself and life. I know a couple of my friends did the same thing. I um, had some time off, so I was just by myself in the house with my family and just kind of reflected on everything I wanted to do. Um, That was really when I decided to just chase after my dreams and start doing music more professionally. Um, But it was, it was rough. I mentally also, I was not at a good place sometimes and I was like, what is going on in the world? And what do I do with myself? So (laughs) it was a lot of ups and downs, but it was, it was all right. We made it out somehow.
1: Yes, and you're a writer, so I'm pretty sure you used that time to write a lot of music. Now, you started writing when you were 14, right?
0: Yes, well, 14 is when I wrote like a full song, but I have been trying to write like music since I was like maybe 10 years old. <laughs> really? So, what sparked your interest? Like, let's take it back. This was playing on the radio and made
1: you be like, wow, I really want to do this.
0: Yeah, um, I don't know. There's so many people that I just look up to and admire. Um, I think music has always been something i loved. My mom always talks about how when I was little, I just loved singing and dancing around everywhere. Um, The first person I remember listening to and just being in awe was Michael Jackson. And Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a legend for a reason um and I after that I think when I was 14 I listened to a lot of Tori Kelly I came across her YouTube page back then yes, yes. and she sh- I started playing guitar at uh, 14 and she like plays guitar amazingly and she sings and writes and produces her songs and I was just like wow like you're so cool I want to be like you <laughs> a powerhouse and a lot
1: of people don't really give Tori Kelly the respect that she
0: deserves. I agree. (laughs) Like
1: to be able to produce, write, and
0: sing her own songs, like she's incredible. (laughs) She's so underrated. Uh,
1: That's a superpower. And one thing I love about your music also, it's very fun and sexy. It's empowering. So how important is it for you as a woman making songs that help women tap into their inner bad bitch? I feel like we all got like that inner bad bitch in us, but sometimes we can not have it on. Some days we may not feel like it. So how important is it for you to make songs like that for us women?
0: It's so important, like you said, we are not always feeling like the baddest bitches that we are, and I feel that a lot. So when I'm writing these songs, I'm not only just you know speaking to just women out there, but also to myself um, and just letting myself know that. Hey, it's okay. Be strong, and the world might suck, but you're a bad bitch, and you're gonna get it through. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it's very important to just have that representation and that message out there when women are constantly, you know, being told how to be, how to be, and just controlling every part of us. So it's it's important to have that message out there. There have been so many women um, in the music industry that talk about you know woman empowerment and they inspire me all the time and so I think it's just such an important thing to have out in the world
1: mm-hmm. and I always look at particular artists like you know Beyonce they say oh she always made music for girls because she have you guys not realized she is a girl yeah because like, we a lot of you know I didn't even realize until I had a songwriter on here he's a guy and he was like you know there's not many women who are songwriters and I was like really he was telling me about the stats and everything so having women behind some of these empowerment songs it makes it even better because we know where it's coming from we know when we hear songs like like bitter bitch we know that helen wrote it she understands every word because she wrote it so it makes it even more better for us women now speaking of bitter bitch i love this i love this song <laughs> oh, I <laughs> and also, like congratulations, because it's actually going to be um, in the new movie coming up this Friday, actually called "Do Revenge." It features Camilla Mendes from Riverdale. Shout out to Riverdale, I love Riverdale, and Maya Hawke from Stranger Things. I think it was a perfect choice for the movie. Now that I saw the trailer and I know what goes behind it, so if you all don't know the movie that comes out on Netflix on Friday is about two girls coming together to at a private school and they're going to get revenge on one for the boyfriend, one for a friend because they did them dirty. And you have a song, Bitter Bitch. I can't wait to hear it. And then they said, how did it feel knowing that your song would be a part of that movie?
0: I was so happy. Um, at first I was like, am I getting scammed? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was so happy just because, you know, at that time they reached out like I think six or five months ago. So I've known for a bit. um, But at that time, I was going through a rough spot just mentally and financially too. And just kind of wondering, like, am I making the right choice here? Just kind of going after the things I want to do. So receiving that, you know, message was just like a confirmation from the universe for me. So I was just like, wow, like, this is so great. Like, you know, I make music to make music, but sometimes it's nice to also just be awarded for the things that you're doing. So it was really great news to to hear.
1: That's amazing. And you know, I feel like it's, I, I get it because sometimes you feel like you're putting in so much work and you're like, I know I'm good at this. Like, why isn't it paying off? And I always feel like as soon as you doubt yourself, boom, things, like that, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: things
1: like that happen to you like, wait a minute. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Do you believe I I don't know if you believe in God, but I always feel I like do. God has
0: ways of sprinkling little things like told you, told you just totally be like, exactly. So how did they reach out? Did they reach out by like, email or DM? Like, how are they doing the D things? I don't know how they found me, but they they reached out through email and they were just like, Hey, we're interested in putting this song in a movie. And I was like, What? And I just did research and stuff to make sure that these people are real. <laughs> and and oh, yeah.
1: So amazing, Helen. And I just feel like there's a lot of artists. I I mean, I forget like over 80 of you all on this show. And I always appreciate them. There's so many scams going on out here. Like, I just feel like as indie artists, most of you all are indie artists. People Mm -hmm. are trying to take anything they can from you all. So what are some ways that you use to make sure this was legit and that it wasn't a scam? So other people out there can know, okay, let me follow these procedures when I get these DMs and these emails.
0: I, so the first, I'm not going to say I haven't gotten scammed before, but um, the first thing I did was just look at the person who sent me this email and find their like social platforms uh, their LinkedIn or anything, see mm-hmm. if the company that they said that they're working for is a legit company and just finding their website and just making sure that they're just a legit place. Um, so just doing some detective work basically, and just mm-hmm. making sure that all their profiles are real and, um, like I make sure that there are, you know, like numbers on followers and stuff like match and stuff. Cause sometimes they'll have like huge followings and then it'll be like really low, like engagement, which, which can happen. But a lot of the times it's like robots and stuff that do that. So Mm -hmm. just making sure that all that stuff lines up and asking the right questions and yeah, that's, that's what I did at least.
1: (laughs) That's amazing. Congratulations. I think that's really good advice, especially I feel like this industry, everybody should have a LinkedIn. They don't have a LinkedIn. Why don't you have a LinkedIn? Right. That's especially
0: impossible. if you're like in the movie industry and stuff, it's suspicious. <laughs>
1: Yeah, very suspicious. Now back to the song. I know you have some really relatable lyrics that kind of caught my eye. And one of them was all my life. They kept me humble. Now they mad that I started some trouble. This song was written by you. So what was the whole creative process behind the single Bitter Ridge?
0: Yeah, um, the song didn't take like that long to write, honestly, um, just because it was something that's always been in the back of my head. But initially, I just got off the phone with my best friend, we were having another like therapeutic session (laughs) with one another and just letting everything out. And I got off the phone and I was just reflecting back on our like conversation. And, you know, I just wanted to write about that. Um, I've always been a very like shy and timid person. And I have been taught most of my life to just put other people first before, you know, my own self or my own interests and everything. And throughout the pandemic, I learned, you know, I'm going to do the things I want. I'm going to be selfish and I'm going to just make myself happy and that doesn't necessarily make everybody around you happy um and so some might call you a bitter bitch and i said if that's what i'm gonna be i will be it um <laughs> so yeah that was kind of the process and found a really cool bla- base to go um with the song just i felt like it hit the right spot and then i reached out to the producer i worked with um and we just got started on <laughs> making a <song. laughs>
1: That's amazing, and you know I agree too because I found myself like kind of like you, always putting other people's first. And people get real angry when you say, you know what, this is the time for me. I'm going to focus on myself. People really hate the term self care. Right. Self care means putting yourself first. So exactly. I think a lot of people out there are probably struggling. and put their dreams on hold, and right. you know they just throw it all away for other people. And a lot of times when those people have the opportunity to you know be there for you. Nowhere to be found exactly, <laughs> so that's unfortunate. Now, I'm what I always tell people like, I grew up on Britney Spears and Sandbag Street Boys. I was like the black girl that listened to pop music, and people that really understand that. So, seeing that you are a black woman who's actually dabbling into that industry where there's a lot of black women that do pop, but they're just not mainstream. So, how has it been navigating throughout the industry, especially not making the non stereotypical, you know, music? that they expect us
0: to make, like R&D and soul and type of music. Yeah, Um I was also that Black girl that people called an Oreo, which, you know, what does that mean? But um I haven't been in the industry for far too long, but the experience is not something that is brand new to me. I grew up in an area that was predominantly white, Um so I always was aware of my Blackness, basically. Um, and so even in the music industry, you know, like I'm very much aware that I am one of the very few Black women that does pop music. Um, I have people that, you know, I I can hear a little bit of R&B and soul um, influences in my pop music, but there are people that want to b- box it as just R&B or just that. I'm like, you know, why ignore this one other side when that side is also there? And... Um. Yeah, so I don't know, it's 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 hard, but at the end of the day, you know, black people become in different shapes, sizes, and shades. And a lot of music out in the world was also created by black people and black culture. So mm-hmm. just, you know, doing what we know best. <laughs>
1: exactly. Going back to rock, I mean, even country. I found
0: too. out I found out that Screamo was also made by a black woman and I was like yeah, I was so surprised, but I was like, you know what? We can do whatever we want, so. Exactly,
1: and we shouldn't be criticized for it as well, because exactly. I love EDM music.
0: I love <laughs> I love 5th I
1: love punk music. <laughs> and, so, and when I'm around people and I'm listening to them, they're like, like, I don't know know. What it, was? like if it makes you RV happy. Amazing. Just, yeah, yeah, music is amazing. Like, listening to rock and pop and even gospel, it's like, I feel like, especially as an artist, when you open your ears up to different genres, I feel like we have some of the best artists. It's like, look at Michael Jackson.
0: Yes. The background. Yes.
1: Like, look who they turned out to be because they weren't scared to experiment. Yes. Now, we're going to have some fun. Now, I'm going to ask you a few questions based off your single talk that mm-hmm. recently just came out. They're going to be fun questions just to get to know you better as well. Okay, you ready? Yes. So the first one is, do you prefer to be talked to in the Uber or Lyft or do you like silence?
0: Oh, I think I like silence. <laughs> um, I tend to be introverted, especially in car rides and stuff. So I'll just look out my window and just get to my destination without much small talk.
1: Yeah, I feel like a, a few questions. Don't talk to me the whole way. Yeah. And now I'm going to get a point and now I'm going to put my headphones in because I I'm I feel like as a woman anyway, getting into an Uber lift already gives me anxiety. So let me just focus her. So yeah, I really agree on that one. Yeah. Next, who do you talk to when you are going through things in life that may be overwhelming?
0: Yeah, um, I always talk to my best friend, um, two of my best friends. They always know the right things to say or just make me laugh when I need it. And we always say we share like one brain cell. So it's also like just talking to myself sometimes. So my best friends. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Shout out to the besties. Next. (laughs) Do you prefer to talk or text?
0: Ooh, back to the whole introverted thing. I I prefer <laughs> <laughs> I prefer texting. <laughs> I feel like talking on the phone makes me nervous sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, like even making appointments and stuff, ooh, I don't like it.
1: <laughs> well, you know they got iPhone have that new thing now where you can unsend messages now. The update just came, so as soon as I got this call, I'm gonna go ahead and do that update <laughs> <laughs> so we can unsend messages. So that's cool. Next, do you still talk to exes?
0: Ooh, so I don't have exes. Um, (laughs) Yeah, um, just because I'm not really the most relationship type of person. At least I don't feel I haven't really felt ready for one, I would say. But yeah, but I guess people I've talked to in the past. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to them. Yeah,
1: they're in the past is the pastor for a reason. I agree. And last, if you could talk to yourself at 14 years old when you were, writing your first song what would you say to her
0: just keep doing your thing be open to constructive criticism but also believe in yourself and trust your gut yeah I would say that that's amazing I
1: always I always I like those um I don't know if you see those pictures online where they kind of compare like I think they did Beyonce with her younger self and they did Michael Jackson with his younger self. And it kind of just made me just feel like, oh, because I feel like at that young age, it's like I feel like we're normally on the right path. Like you've been falling in love with music. Your parents were able to see it at an early age. But at that age, you really don't know what you can really do with it until you like get of age. So yeah. I'm pretty sure looking back, like, OK, OK. You're 24 now, 10 years later, and then you got this awesome opportunity because I'm pretty sure that movie is going to do so amazing Friday because it's a girl chick movie and it's got two major stars. And I'm pretty sure when everybody hears that song, they're going to love it and they're going to run and scream it. So Thank congratulations you. again. So Thank next, you. we're going to go ahead and get back to the questions. Men are artists, it can have its highs and lows, especially being a woman of color. What a advice have you been giving that you would give to another artist coming up? Hmm.
0: That's a tough question. Um, I think, again, just surround yourself with people that, that, you know, genuinely care for you and trust your gut and, you know, put yourself first. <laughs> I would say that. Yeah.
1: That's very nice. Now we're getting towards the end. And I know we talked about your lyrics being very empowering and stuff like that. And you're still at a young age, but I'm pretty sure you're going to grow as an artist. So how do you plan on using your platform in the future as far as like the whole girl empowerment movement?
0: Yeah, I feel like I have just touched, you know, the surface of what I, of the messages that I want to uh, put out in the future. And Again, I think it's just so important um, for women to just grow up loving themselves and being confident in, them- in themselves and knowing that they are capable of doing anything and whatever that they want to do, um, especially Black girls. Um, I think it's just so important to have that message out there. And I just hope to continue to put out that type of music to just make people feel good and confident and just in love with themselves <laughs> so yeah
1: yes and it's so funny hearing you say that you're an introverted because your music I think you know it's so funny how people really can judge artists because looking at your music and your cover people probably think that you would just oh, but you're just very reserved and things like that and it, I think it's a good point of view for people to see these interviews to get to know you all as an artist that are assuming what you may be like just based off your music or music cover and stuff like that have you always been like really confident
0: person um I have my ups and downs it really depends on like where I'm at who I'm with um so I think I would consider myself more of an amnivert like in the middle so it depends there are moments where I'm super extroverted I'm like who is that and then I have moments where I'm like I just want to be at home
1: <laughs> no me too when yeah. I get in these events
0: and I have to talk to people I do what I have to do when I go home exactly <laughs> oh, I <don't>
1: have to <laughs> early I don't stay around and chit chat, but I, I, you know, people say, oh, you're outgoing. It's just, I don't I'm just very like guarded. I feel like you have to be guarded these days, especially like who you are around and who you confide in. It keeps you grounded as well, especially with so much going on and social media has come a platform where nothing
0: safe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. This, yeah it just it it really depends but yeah I've always just liked making music and just like taking pictures and stuff and yeah it's an on and off kind of type of thing so yeah
1: Mm -hmm. it's normal like what Beyonce said I didn't wake up like this you know we all have our days have our days we snap out of it and be back to okay being that girl so we are towards the end of the interview now it's about to be um october now like
0: what do you have coming out for the rest of the year anything you can give us a 411 on yes um october my birthday month so i'm excited i'm gonna be turning 25 (laughs) hey october 2nd yes
1: (laughs) so i'm actually doing 28 days of kayla and your interview will be a part of it That's amazing.
0: So cute. Um, Yeah, but I'm working on new songs. And hopefully, I was thinking by the end of the year, but maybe early next year, I'll have like an EP out. Um, But yeah, just writing. Um, I think by either October or November, I'll have a new single out, which I'm excited for. It taps into that sexy side of uh, my music. So I'm excited for it. And it has a little bit of like old school pop, R&B type of thing. So
1: oh that sounds fun i want to say thank you so much for being on this segment especially now i know that you're a fellow libra like it makes it even better <laughs> and congratulations on what's going to happen with the movie that comes out on netflix on friday people you'll be able to hear bitter bitch i'm pretty sure once everybody hears that song i'm one of those people where i hear a song in a movie or a show i have to find it and that's normally how we work out so expect your dms and all your views to be bouncing once that comes out. And thank you so
0: much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. You're wonderful.